Hey everybody, welcome to the Momship Podcast. We are back with our, a new episode. And in this episode, we're going to go over work-life balance, good quality sleep, clashing parenting styles, not enough me time, and raising boys. And I'm here today with the lovely guest, Donika, and I'm going to let her talk a little bit about herself. Hey, 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 y'all. How y'all doing? My name's Donika. I'm a mother of three. I'm lying, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're keeping it. <laughs> She so want three. I want three. Okay, so I'm, I'm manifesting that. Okay, there we dog. go. Okay, so I'm a mother of two. I have two boys, ages two and four. Um, I'm 30 years old. I am a. Uh, um... <laughs> I'm not about to play with you. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm a first generation um, college graduate. Um, I just Love graduated, um, and so I'm just you know living life right now. Just kind. I was trying to you know. Um, right now I'm in this mode where I'm just chilling but ready to get back into my grind you know but let's get into it <laughs> all right you guys so that's a little bit about that Nikki. you guys will get to know a little bit about her a little bit more about her as we kind of talk a little bit about these topics um but let's tackle the first topic because i feel like we all go through that uh, more recently after covid some of us are working from home um having babies and it's just it's just a mess let's be honest um but we're going to talk a little bit about our work-life balance um you want to go first? Or you want yeah. To go first? Um, so right now I'm currently in like a warehouse position, which is like nighttime. And so, um, I'm, you know, my schedule is all over the place. So for me, I feel like this work-life balance is so important because my schedule, y'all, when I say it's hectic, it's hectic. Like I literally get off of work at 430 in the morning. I got a breastfeeding baby still. Um, and it, it it's a lot. I feel like you have to, you know, I'm literally timing myself throughout the days uh when to get enough sleep you know when to make dinner when to you know what i mean get enough sleep for me again before i go back to work so it's it's hard but i feel like mothers are so strong and i'm not even gonna say black mothers just mothers in general um are very strong um and real you know diligent with with how we take up our time and especially with kids because we know how it gets with kids i feel like kids throw you off <laughs> um and so they yeah a lot and so I feel like you need to um kind of set those boundaries with that too you know but my work life right now is hectic <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm regaining control over it right now so yeah yeah and I'm like at the other end of it where I'm kind of done living that hectic hectic life I did it for so long um that I'm at the point where I refuse to do that anymore. No, I'm trying to get where you at. Dude. Right. <laughs> no, um, where I'm working from home. I work in the office some days. But regardless, I have the balance to kind of still deal with my kids. And I'm blessed to have a manager who understands my kids come first. Mm -hmm. So if I need to do anything for my kids, that comes top priority for, for you know, anything. for anything. Yeah, um, and so if I need to move things around or need to move an appointment, you know, that it's never a problem um but i think that we're all striving for some type of flexibility like that i think since covid nobody's like everybody's like girl i'm not trying to work this hard exactly. i have too much stuff going on exactly. um you got your personal life and then you got your work life and then you yep. got your your own personal life right you yourself you know and when you have to be somewhere at a certain time yeah. and a certain moment like you feel, yeah, we know how you like to be on time i love <laughs> to be on time everybody who knows me knows if i say three o'clock i really 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 mean three thirty. <laughs> And maybe four, if we really being honest. If y'all really didn't start, just holla. You like, know, let me know. Just let me know. Like, are y'all on your way yet? If you're on your way, then, I, then I, I'm going to start getting ready to go. Everybody already knows. That's not even a joke. We all, like, within the five mile. Yeah, I'm like, you're only two minutes away. Exactly. Like, I'm coming. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm still coming. But, yeah, I think we're all striving for some type of work-life balance. Um, kudos to all the moms who are working from home with their babies because you're being a caretaker and a worker. And it's not fun. It's, it's convenient for a little bit and then it becomes inconvenient i think yeah. a lot of us are getting to that point where um you just feel overused when you're trying to balance all of that um but don't give up don't give no. up y'all <laughs> and there's options you know um there is options uh there's always child care i know it's expensive um but there's also programs and stuff that will help with that yeah. um you know sometimes you have to sacrifice some things um for your sanity you know and, and sanity is one thing you don't want to let go no i feel like i'm a horrible mom if my if i'm not mentally yes. stable yes 100%. um i'm not a good mom at all because i'm screaming i'm fussing uh, my temper is just little to none and i have no patience well, so I mean, if you if you ain't happy yourself you can't be happy 
you know, towards your kids. Right. You and that's not fair to them. I don't ever want to be that mom. And when I when I get to that point, uh, I got to be, I got to walk away and I got to, yeah. you know, put myself yeah. back together and be like, oh, it's not their fault. You know, yeah. they are. They didn't have to be. Right. And they're mm-hmm. little kids. Like, they don't know what's technically going on or why mommy's feeling this way. Yeah. Um, so I'm always trying to check that at the door. Yeah. But what aids and abets, and that is our next topic, yeah. is good quality sleep. Because let me tell you. <laughs> How many hours of sleep you getting at night? <laughs> Honestly, probably like five to six. Okay, I'm, I'm, I think I would say I'm the same. Probably like five to six good, good sleep. Yeah. Um, like uninterrupted. Uninterrupted. I'm about where you hit that rim. Right. And it, a lot of it, too, is I, I deal with a lot of insomnia. So, like, okay. even though the yeah, kids are asleep at 730 and the baby might be up or not up or, you mm-hmm. know, whatever, she's not really fussy. But it's just like, even if she goes to sleep, mm-hmm. I'm still up. Are you on your phone? Cause you know, they, I am. You know, they say when you're staring at the screen, it's I am. To go to sleep. I'm on TikTok. That's the truth. Oh, that's why you ain't going back to sleep. I'm you on better TikTok. pop a few uh, Advil A and PM. I know. <laughs> I'm on TikTok, or sometimes my mind is just racing about the next day, yeah, and like no, all the things too. I need to do, and yeah. or the things I want to do. I think that's when I do the most. Uh, most of my thinking is yeah, there and in girl, the shower. Trust me. In the shower, I'll be in there like, he's like, "What are you Get doing?" Out the shower. You go take all the hot water. Yeah, somebody's he's like knocking like, "What are you doing?" I'm just and I'm literally in there just thinking. That's me. Like I'm thinking about what's my next step. Girl, like I literally. Get off of work i take my shower i jump into bed and i'm like okay what now <laughs> yeah like what am i supposed to be doing i feel like i'm because you always feel like you're supposed to be doing to something yeah and i'm like, like i don't and there's something i could be doing mm-hmm. i could be sleeping i could be mopping i could be doing dishes i'd be yep. i could be getting lunch ready for tomorrow like i just mm-hmm. like i'm all there's always something i can be doing that's that mommy in you yeah i know okay that's know. that instinct that nurturing you want to do that you know what i mean and that's good but I, you need to stop. No, because we need to sleep. I know. Because that aids in bed and like me being very irritable in the morning. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And like Ryan says it all the time. He's like, girl, they relax. Like he's always like, relax. It's okay. And I'm like, I just need them to go. Let's get them to school and let's go. But that's me. Like I literally he's, go to bed I, at 430. Yeah. Wake up at 7. To right. Get, get them, them to get them at 8 o'clock. Girl, I wouldn't even I'd be able like, to fall asleep though. Because, like, my mind wouldn't even allow me to, like, yeah. you said, it, mm-hmm. like, it would be like, oh, shit, we got to get up in a minute. Yeah. The whole time I'm thinking, thinking about, about how, I, how I need to get up <laughs> yeah. or when I need to get up. And then it'll give me, that'll give me anxiety. Yeah. Because so, oh, I don't want to wow. oversleep. That's why Ryan be like, relax. He do. And the morning he's like, relax, <laughs> just come on. Like, just get them dressed. And then, you know, kids yeah. are irritated. So they do irritate yeah. stuff because they know I'm, they know my, yeah, my pieces yeah, are short it. at that so moment. They, they be want to do all the extras in the morning. All the extra stuff. All the time. It only takes five minutes to get y'all dressed for real. Right. And and, and that kind of that kind of segues into our next, like, the crashing parenting styles. Like, okay. I'm so, like, we are similar in ways, but we also have clashing parts of us where it's, like, with the boys, you know, um, his standard is a little bit different with them because uh-huh. he's, like, you know, we want them to be good men. Yeah, of course. You, <laughs> you know what I mean? Good humans. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. so then me, I'm still the mommy, so I'll be trying to be yeah. a little bit soft still. Uh-huh. And then he looking at me like, you being too soft on them. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And especially I think now that they're older, right? They're not babies anymore. You know, yeah. they're five and they're seven. So yeah. they're kind of going into becoming children. And so it's like, he's like, okay, we got to start training them mm-hmm. to be regular yes. people. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, and so yeah. it's time and place. We're just time, right? We both coddle, pick up, hug. And of course, we, we still have that soft side. Yeah, and he's way more. Gotta, you still got to let them know who's mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know and just like so. having boundaries yeah. with them. Um, um, but sometimes I feel like, oh, sometimes I feel like he's being a little too hard. Yeah, do you get mad? I just be like, oh, it just it just be inside. I'm like, don't say nothing because yeah, yeah. I gotta let, let him do his duty. Yeah, let, let him, him do that, right? Because when I don't, he don't like that. Like, and, yeah. and then if, and even if I feel a certain type of way, I have talk about it you know, later. Together, yeah, try to talk you know. about it later. Like, okay, not in front of them because then they gonna be like, oh, we oh, know yeah. that we be irritated, mommy, and yep. then, and we be making uh-huh. it up. <laughs> uh huh. Yes. No, okay. So for me, so my partner's name is Billy, and um, I am in an interracial relationship, and so not only do we have, I don't want to say is really clashing with yeah. parenting styles, but on top of the parenting styles and like I said, our cultural backgrounds, I feel like it's a little different. Um, you know, me being a black woman, I'm more like starting, I feel like I'm more of the- <laughs> The disciplinary. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I do more of the discipline. Don't get me wrong, I'm, I have a soft side too, but I'm also aware of like, I'm raising black men, mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying? So I need to show them what, you know, what it was for me growing up and what my, you know, how I see my dad be with my brothers and stuff yeah. like that. And so I don't, I try not to be that hard on them, but I do want them to be good people yeah. in general. Like overall, I don't care what, as long as you're a good person. You know I think I mean? it's hard too that it, in your situation, um, you could tell me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of touched on a little bit about raising black men. Like Billy's mm-hmm. not black. So like his exactly. perception of things, mm-hmm. right? Like he's aware 100%, 100% of what's, what's going on, yeah. but he hasn't lived that life exactly. himself. Exactly. So he can only 
he can only he like is. steer them, but he's like, I, I understand. He, he knows I, what life is like as a black yeah, but man. I can't relate exactly in a sense it's of like relatable. I have mm, mm-hmm. like I haven't lived that relatable. experience. So like that he, makes it hard. you know, because he he do be teaching them little stuff. And yeah, I'll be like don't be saying that. To yeah, him. like he'd be like, we don't trust cops, and I'm like, stop. Then we'll see a cop. My, my son would be like, we don't, don't trust, trust you. Cops. I'm like, don't. I mean, he, I mean, he don't. Okay. Yeah. But you know, don't let your other hand know what your other thinking. Or just be hyper aware of like what's going on. It's just like little things like that, and I think a lot of people don't understand that these are the conversations we have to have with our kids over just across the board yes you yes. know that are very important to keep our kids alive yeah because they go from being very cute these are some cute mm-hmm. kids come on they're cute they're to developing their own little person or they just become overnight there's people. no middle ground you're either yeah. cute or you're this this tall oh, the Rudy big stage. black man talking yeah. About the Rudy stage yeah she was trying to continue to be a baby and yeah but like, she's yeah. not cute anymore yeah <laughs> it's like you're not and the world is perceiving you that is looking at you now as a grown-ass man exactly. and you're really a kid exactly um so unfortunately so you got to know how 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 it is when it when you're put in that scenario you got to know how to react you got to know how to you know what i mean yeah especially for our sons yeah like i'm I, it's harder for me scary. it's harder for me raising my sons and my daughter yeah and it's more scary for me um of course my, my daughter could experience very similar things mm-hmm. don't get me wrong um but but black men are just just they're just hunted. treated yeah hunted, and, hunted and, and they're treated just so part. badly and yeah and they can do one thing and i think too our kids are growing up in a very privileged environment mm. so like they think they can do what their counterparts do mm-hmm. like we knew better like yes. oh we, we, yeah my we, mama know i ain't supposed to do that yeah, yeah girl, that's my son right now mm-hmm. they think that they're on the same playing field and unfortunately they're not they're not <laughs> and so that scares me even more that they might be put in a situation where they think that they can do what their friends yes. do um, like you don't have the same but the world hasn't evolved that much <laughs> mm-hmm. you know um, even though they can go play with some white kids and go play with some Mexican kids and go play with some Asian kids, like they're still the bottom of the school. And see, and for me, that that also comes into play because my kids are mixed. Yeah. So, you know, it's different. Like they, like my son, he, you know, kids don't understand color yeah. right now. You know what I mean? So I explained to him, like, you are African American <laughs> and you are, you know what I mean? And you are white. And his dad be like, and Irish and German and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, like okay, I get it. You white. <laughs> okay. But you know how, like, yeah. I got cousins that are half white, half black, mm-hmm. and they kind of, adapt to the black side more and I don't, I don't want my kids to do like that like yeah. you know what I mean this this is who you are yeah you know what I'm saying so it ain't no oh I'm just black because yeah. you're not you're not <laughs> you know what I mean you, right you have and your and your lived experience might be a little bit different, different than somebody than, who is fully black and, and so I think or fully white or fully white that's the, that's yeah, yeah. the difference that's like why you're never harder. you're never going to be considered a white person ever at in your all. life at ever all. in your life you either gonna be mixed or you're gonna be black mm-hmm. and unfortunately that's really you got, the, you got that black blood yeah regardless you're gonna be putting one of one of those two categories right how how would it look you like no I'm really white they're gonna be like yeah you're not but i got a whole white daddy like yeah. and i said i said i told my son i said if anybody ever try to tell you you ain't black you better tell them hey my mama is a whole black, black queen one. out yeah. here okay? right and like, i think too for them that is a hard concept like mm-hmm. to to understand and navigate right mm-hmm. like none of us have lived that life like um i'm lighter skin but i'm not biracial you know what i mean so i don't know what that feels like um that's another topic. Yeah, it's a whole another topic. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, my my family's all different shades of from the darkest to the darkest to the lightest to the lightest. Um, so that but that hasn't been my lived experience, but I can relate to that because there's been times where people be like, You're not black and I'm mm. like, I have whole two what? black parents. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like um <laughs> But that that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> and it, it is hard to navigate as parents for your kids and how to help them navigate that for themselves yeah um, and when they're put in that situation to know what to do what to say you know what I mean? and what to say sometimes they don't even know what to say yeah, they're like yeah. i don't know what to say like what my am son, I supposed to say to he this? definitely told me i'm white i said you're <laughs> black too yeah don't get it twisted right <laughs> and even understanding that like what is white what is and black see, to he them? don't and yeah, so that's just why saying it was stuff. funny it was funny because i'm like i'm teaching him and then he goes and says that and i'm like he don't know no better he doesn't but it's okay he gonna get it <laughs> He and, learn and naturally today. they get it too like as you just grow up you naturally understand that and mm-hmm. you kind of start and I, and for me I, my biggest thing is I want my kids to always ask me questions like yes. I don't want them to go learn it from somebody else mm-hmm. like I try to talk to them tell them like you yeah. tell me anything tell me how you're feeling you know what I mean even if it ain't something that you know I ain't feeling yeah you know so come to me so we can yes. talk it out and I can help navigate that for you because yeah. you've only lived so much life mm-hmm. you know um but I also kind of want to start talking about the not enough me time. Cause, so I'll let Danica tell you guys Ooh. how we met um, and why this topic specifically is kind of, I feel like, important for us. Yeah. But okay. So when I hosted the book club, you showed up. It yeah. was me. I, I was there first. I was on time. I was on time. Jazz came like three minutes late. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> but she was but there. I was, I was the first one. Like, I'm like, she was there. You was the first one. I don't um, I don't know. I'm, sometimes I'm so into like astrology. I used to be super into astrology. So I was like, you know, we started talking and I'm like, I found out she's a Leo. I'm like, my mama. Yeah. Is a Leo. Hold up. Like, 
I like y'all. No, nah, but right. uh, I just felt a vibe yeah, like with you. I, I just too. I felt like, you know, it was genuine. I felt like I had met somebody who was like me in a sense of like personality traits and um, she's also a mother. I'm a mother. I, has, I feel like there was a lot of relatable mm-hmm. things between us. Um, and that I was like, Having okay, yes. I'm like, okay, this is nice. Let's see where this go. But, um, and then we just, you know, just kept reconnecting at different mommy events, um, which I hope continues. And, yeah. and uh, the reason why we both escape <laughs> and the reason why we both kind of wanted to be a part of something, yeah. I think, um, kind of ties into that wanting some me time, Yes. but also just trying to, and Donnie and I was talking about this off air, but like finding friends once you get to a certain point in your life. Hundred percent. Um, because everybody, because I, I was always like, you know, I'm never gonna find any friends. Yeah, uh, relatable at this friends. age. Yeah, especially relatable friends. But I'm like, you know, nobody. Everybody already has their. Oh, we're thirty, okay. Yeah, and a lot everybody of my already, already had kids before me, so really? I was like one of the last of the. Yeah, me too. Of uh, the friends me to too. like start having kids. Yeah. Um, and right, some of my friends have double back, and other on the third kid, just like yeah. me. So we have some kids that are the same age. Uh-huh. But a lot of my friends have had kids way before me, so yeah. I wasn't a mother when my friends were mothering. Right yeah. at 24, 25 years old I just wasn't um I have I think I have my friends would be at 24 actually but um before that like my friends were young moms you know what I mean they had babies at 19 yeah. 20 and so at and that y'all did y'all grow apart because I'm like not really grow apart uh, but then it's like they they're restricted now you know what I mean they have kids at that yeah point. and I went away to college so it's kind of like I went away to okay, college so, y'all both, so it's kind y'all of like had but, still, things going mm-hmm, on. but yeah. I still kept in touch with them I love mm-hmm. their children you know mm-hmm. what I mean I tried to do the best of that as I could as an aunt um I was already an aunt for, for my actual biological sister so I knew what that mm-hmm. meant right just showing up and being yeah. there for them um I tried to not you know I don't know how they felt in that moment internally right because sometimes you put things in your mind or you feel certain things that might not really be there like you feel like everybody has left you but really your life has kind of mm-hmm. just altered and it's changed just changing. Yeah, um, like it never stops and it's hard for somebody to understand um when they're past that phase in their life so rather you have kids really young and someone's not there yet and they mm-hmm. haven't had kids or you decide to have kids later on in your life and all your friends kids is already grown exactly so then you like how do you relate to that right yeah. like because it's like they like girl we didn't did that already for real and like yeah i want to show for you but that but that might not be their priority but they could be like your insight low-key you know like, yeah you know? but like right but like i think those two points in your life is like you feel like you had to get kids too young mm-hmm. and then you might feel like you had kids too late because there ain't nobody oh, around yeah, you having the, kids no mm-hmm. more so and mm-hmm. then you're older and then you're like do i, I don't relate to these young ass moms yeah because i'm in a whole different tax bracket and yeah. i'm a whole different situation yes. to be honest in a whole, I'm a whole different, different woman i'm, I'm a whole different woman right yeah. there you know you kind of know more who you are as you get older when you're young you still find yourself you're mm-hmm. growing up with your kid mm-hmm. um and I don't knock you the way. I feel like you're supposed to experience things when you experience them. So if you're supposed to experience yourself being a mom really young, you were supposed to go through that. Mm-hmm. If you decide to double back and have a kid later on in life, you were supposed to. You, that was supposed to happen. Yeah. That was already written in your yeah. in your um, book, you know, for your life. Yeah. And so, but figuring out how to navigate that can be very depressing on both ends. Mm-hmm. You know, none of your friends are having kids young. Okay, yeah. now I'm hella old. None now, of my friends have kids. Now they kids eight years old. Your kids too. Like hold your, on. your kids, <laughs> their kids is 15, 16. Yes, shit. Yes. You know, sometimes people double back really late in their life yeah. because they might have another marriage or they might got in a different relationship. Mm-hmm. Or just maybe they didn't have any kids and they did career first and then kids and I yeah. think that is the wave now too where people yeah. are waiting to have kids. So bro, they got dog kids. <laughs> so Aww, here you go, you these know, dog kids. I can't stand it. No, she hates the dog kids. I'm like, baby. No, don't get me wrong. I like it, but I just be like, come on, in the stroller. Don't put them in the stroller. And I don't know people who no. don't want to have kids because I understand how much of an. But you should for sure have a dog first before having a kid if you really want to know what it's like because it's so much sacrifice and I, and oh, so, so we can we can kind of dig, dig <laughs> like, into we, this because like i i will say what 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 frustrates me sometimes and i wouldn't even say frustrate because it's not my wife so i, mm-hmm. I but it's it's hard for me to see um because i have had so many people go through this um around me is um it's like people make parenting sometimes look very easy Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And I feel like I might, I might be one of them. I'm not she, even gonna me lie too, to you. Me too. Me too. Maybe like this is a hard thing. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I don't have hard days, yeah. and there's not days that are horrible and just like, eh. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they outside looking in though too. So right, they're the outside looking in, and so your situation might look picture fucking perfect, right? Yes. And so they might feel like, oh, I want to have a baby because you know what I mean. It looks so fucking easy, or it can't be that bad. And they get in a situation and they have a baby, and it's fucking horrible. Yeah, you know what I mean. Everybody's experience is different with kids. Oh, and everything, every single pregnancy, every single yes. situation, yes. every single everything can be so different when it comes to having kids. And I think a lot of times, I don't even want to put that on just us because men do it too. I don't think we always think through having kids. We don't. Like we're mm-hmm. not very like we don't think through having kids. People say my kid was planned, and I really you don't. I, 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 uh, let me say, wait, okay. let me stop you for a little bit. So I feel like for me, um, you're right. I do agree with that statement. 
Um, but for me, I felt like I was like, oh, I'm not having no kids until I get to this. You know, I was. Oh, girl. I, I also was one of the ones that I, my life has to be like this, this, this. I yeah, found out real quick. Girl, exactly. That was thrown out real quick. But I, all my kids were planned. Mm -hmm. um, and I did choose to, okay, this is what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. this, you know, yeah, you know. no. But, but. I get what you're saying. Like, as far as, like, yeah, it's not. Like, I don't think there's ever a perfect time to say to have kids. You'll talk yourself out of it Man. every single time. Because mm -hmm. it is a inconvenience. Mm -hmm. It's always going to feel like an inconvenience. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm trying to finish school. Oh, I'm trying mm -hmm. to do this. Or oh, I want to do this next level. Oh, I want to be married. Oh, like, you will, yeah. you will give yourself a hundred fucking reasons why yes. it ain't right to have a kid mm -hmm. at this time. But I'm saying as far as, like, thinking it all the way through. Um, as far as, like, who your mate is. Yeah. Um how does this look long term mm -hmm. like we don't really think about that we just be like we about to have a baby yeah, like, <laughs> me and my partner was just talking about i was like i was like people probably really be looking at other folks like ooh, he got he got a nice nose like you know or, yeah or she got nice lips mm -hmm. and, girl we got into a whole nother topic about interracial like white women with black men yeah and, and if it's genuine or if it's just i don't i want my baby to have some lips you know what i mean um, that kind of thing and i was like i don't know about that <laughs> i mean i because, you know, people like those physical attributes of people. They'd be like, oh, I love I the way I hate to say that this, and y'all don't get mad at me. I, I feel like it's really different when white men date black... When white women 100%. date black men versus black women dating white men because it takes us a long time to get to date white men. Yeah, and I... Like, we have tried a lot. <laughs> we have tried a lot. And, and, I'm, and, and you, y'all, like I said, you can tell me if I'm wrong. That's why this is always a discussion. Mm -hmm. But I... Just my perception of, of, you know, people around me who have had interracial relationships on the end where black women are dating white men, that's not their first... That 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 is not... They, they have dated black men before, yeah. multiple times, yeah, over and over and over, mm -hmm. or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Because for us, a lot of the times, we, we look at our partners as a reflection of our fathers, you know what yes. I mean? And, and so, yes. you know, or what we wanted from a father or whatever mm -hmm. it might be. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the times, a black man, you know what yes. I mean? And so we, we are stuck on, I need to date a black man. And, yes, and so for me, I feel like, I know we kind of getting a little bit off, but for me, I feel oh, like... That's perfect. Um... With my partner, like you said, I was always searching for someone who was like my father. Mm -hmm. um, and growing up, for me, being a dark-skinned girl, like, I feel like most boys, black boys, was like, mm, iffy about it. They love us now. Oh, they, they want to taste. Ooh, chocolate. They want to taste of the chocolate now. They do. But it's like, now that you see me with some vanilla. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know no, I mean? yeah. Or just like, or, or now that how you we see me evolved. with somebody else and how I, okay, I went from an ugly duckling to a swan right. or whatever the case Or whatever you thought I was. Girl, yes. And I feel like now they're, now they, you know, they trying to swarm. And it's yeah. like, no, like, it's too late. Yeah, I'm already and so, and for me, I feel like my partner has the characteristics that I admire that I did see in my father. Yeah, he, he's not the color of him. Yeah, no. but the, right. But the characteristics, mm hmm, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. But I think so we don't always give ourselves me, the opportunity to find that out. Yes, and I feel like that's what made me fall in love with him. And people be like, "Oh my God!" Like, uh, Sharnay was talking to me. She's like, "You're such a radical. <laughs> How are you with this white man?" And I was like, "You know what?" He's I see color. He's a radical also. And yeah. I see color. I know what's there. And you know what I mean? He know what's up with me yeah. when it comes to that. But like, I just feel like that's not what I was searching for. And he was my, my gift that came. It was wrapped. Expect. I didn't know what it was. I just unwrapped it, and guess what, yeah, honey? It was everything. a gift that I needed. Yeah. And so at that point, I took it. It took it in. I'm not. I'm not about to reject the gift that I know that I need because why? And we do that all the time. That's why we don't prosper. Like, yes. you know what I mean? when you're in a situation where like, you over there judging, like, I don't know how this yeah, gonna work out. I don't know yeah. what this is gonna be like. Uh -uh. And blah blah. And just really, let, just let shit roll. Cause uh, let honey, shit you don't know. Roll. <laughs> You do. You got to let shit roll sometimes because you'll never know what you get blessed with. Well, honey. we block our blessings all the time, shit. Girl. Trying to do this and do that. <laughs> no, trying to do this and that. Or yeah. think you know better. You don't know nothing. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Until you try it. Test the waters. Okay? Test the waters a little bit. <laughs> um, but going into partners, and we talked a little bit about this as raising boys. Damn flies. Yeah. <laughs> raising boys. Um, I just became a girl mom, so a lot of my experience is raising boys. Mm -hmm. Um even though I grew up with a lot of girls and it's for me it's very different raising a girl than a boy of course um and I was in a different place in my life when I was raising boys um I I think I needed them in that time that sounds yeah. so bad but no, I think I needed no. them in that I time like boys keep you on your toes maybe it's this was on your, my toes I mean, maybe you got you got a little rainy because like it's like this is your time because you yeah. feel like you feel like you're in your moment already it's calm. Okay, I want right? to say something you might uh, you might disagree with me. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, but maybe not. Maybe yeah. not. I don't know. I feel like I needed my boys at the time because I was finding myself. Mm -hmm. I feel like I wasn't prepared to raise a girl at the time that I was that oh, I am now. That's 100%, 100%. I feel like I was finding myself. Um, I had children with somebody that I wasn't going to continue to be with. Mm -hmm. um, uh, especially Cash, like my second son. Like that wasn't we weren't even in a relationship mm -hmm. you know what I mean and so it's yeah. like all those different nuances like I think I was just finding myself and I think they were meant to be here mm -hmm. 
Um, I, if I can go back and change things, 100%, I would change things, how they all felt. You know, who they were with, how yeah, they yeah, all. Yeah. But I, I think but I definitely. Who def- got the time machine? Right. <laughs> girl. Um, you know, and definitely I don't regret them. Yeah. Um, but how things played out, I wish it could have been a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I needed them. I think I needed to find myself in the woman that I am so that I can be the mom that I am for rain. Because I don't think yes. I would have been prepared to raise a black girl. Uh-huh. At that time, because I didn't know what type of black girl I was. Exactly. Who the fuck was exactly. I? I had no clue who Jasmine was at 24, mm-hmm. and I think 26, how old I was, 27. Mm-hmm. Girl, I don't know. You know, at that point in my life, as I am at 31 years old, mm-hmm. like, I'm a whole different person. You, I'm, are, you are glowing and growing. Girl, a whole honey. different person. Okay. The person that I have reigned with, completely different. You know what I mean? I, I be, Between having cash and getting with Ryan, um... Uh, I really had to find myself. I was by myself. I wasn't dating anybody. I was trying to get rid of this whole other relationship with their dad and how to navigate co-parenting with him because he was a hot mess. Mm. Like, just all those different things I was trying to figure out, and I wasn't ready to receive the relationship with him. I wasn't ready to receive... You had to heal before you let Ryan in. And I'm still healing, and I'm still figuring shit out. And I'm sure that's why, you know, we we go up and down sometimes because I'm still finding myself, you know what I mean, as a woman. And and that's going to be everlasting. I don't think that'll ever change. But, um... I definitely wouldn't have been able to receive that at 24 and 26 years yeah. old. Um, so I definitely feel like I needed my sons. I feel like now, you know, um, I see the complete difference of raising girls and boys. Oh, man. <laughs> um, but my relationship with her, I feel like it's so special. Yeah. You know what I mean? It will be because she has a mom now that has learned her. prepared. She's still learning herself. It's prepared. You, you know how to, you know what I mean? I feel like it's going to be the best. Y'all going to probably have that real mother-daughter, best And I really hope we do, even though she's a daddy's girl. Yeah. She's a mama's girl, too, but she's definitely she a daddy. She's going to come around. Yeah, <laughs> she does, and she does. Up and down, every other month, she mm-hmm. won one of us. But I think it's just so special raising a girl because yeah. I'm a girl. You know that's crazy because I feel like our stories don't line up. It I, is. What if I have a girl that So, Danica is, we already, Danica is going to have a girl. She's going to have a girl soon. I said, um, if only we could pick. I mean, we ain't got money like that. But if, I know. if only we could pick. I know. <laughs> if only we could pick. I said, girl, if it's another boy, I'm done, done. Oh, I'm it, done. I'm, done. Oh, but I, ha- I think if I would have had another boy, I think I would have been done. Yeah, I think I'm done. Because I, I don't love, know why, but I keep feeling I like love it's going to be a boy. You know what I mean? I love them. I know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I love him. <laughs> I do. I love them, but it's hard. I, 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 boys, just they, boys just got a lot of energy. And they like, so clingy. They so clingy. They love their mama, though. That's they do. Thing. They love their mama, mama. But they are clingy. Some, Man, and I, and my I can't kids, breathe. People be like, put your kids down for a nap. I'd be like, uh-uh, because then they're going to have more energy. It's like they refill. Man, and they just it go. never stops. It, it never, never stops. stops. And it and it, and it stresses me out. Mm-hmm. And that's why I be looking like that mom. <laughs> that dude, that, oh, she's so, oh my gosh, she makes it look so easy. Because we be at the park two times a day. Right, and I'm at this bench like, <laughs> Jesus, help girl, me. Girl, we at home playing outside. I'm trying to release So Danica does play with her kids a lot. She plays girl. with her kids way more than I do. Let me tell girl, you. I think y'all play with each other. That's that's where I'm at now. That's why I was like, let me give him a brother. I'm yeah. happy that he had oh, a brother. Because... I'm so happy I had a boy back too back. Because they fight Man. and they love each other. But I, that's when you could be like, okay, go play with your brother for a minute. Yeah. Like, I need to do something. He going he gonna to teach him things too that daddy can't teach him or mommy can't teach mm-hmm. him. It's going to be some brother Bro- stuff. You know yes. what I mean? That they going to get into. And that's yes. what I wanted to. I wanted two boys back to back. Yeah. And then I said, okay, I'm going to finish off with a girl. Yeah. We gonna you see, are. We're going to see what God do. God's going to give you what you need. Okay. We're going to see what he do. Because I'm um, like, Speaking of that, though, we can talk about fathers stepping up a little bit. We we kind of are going to go into a little bit of, like, trends mm-hmm. that are just... I don't even want to call it trends, but we yeah. we both... We talked about this offline. Like, is it considered a trend? I don't know, but just, like, more prevalent. Um, Something that we're starting to see more now. Yeah, like, it's being that, shown that, more. Yeah. It's being broadcasted more um, about men stepping up and um, not just doing their... Yeah, and it not being a facade. Like, actual fathers actually being there for their yeah, kids. Yeah, showing up for their kids. Um, you know what I mean? I'm talking about practices you know taking kids to practice picking them up cooking mm-hmm. dinner all that type of stuff because you know the roles have switched honey yeah <laughs> fathers is cooking now yeah what? we're not at the point where moms are just staying home and dads are working mm-hmm. and i think um it's crazy because i feel like sometimes men are stuck in that mindset of like okay women have these womanly duties right mm-hmm. um but i don't think they're hyper aware that the fact that we're working too mm-hmm. <laughs> we bring it home to bacon too so yeah. we tired too we tired too and yeah. so to work all day come home still cook dinner give baths get, you know all those different things like um 
it's hard to for some men i wouldn't say all of them but some of them get it i'll be seeing men doing hair and everything yeah like, do my baby hair brush up on yourself and i grew up with a very with a very active parent who did brush hair and who who mm-hmm. did show up for us because my parents did sacrifice and work two different schedules so somebody was always with us mm-hmm. um which i, I can imagine i know that was probably really hard on their relationship yeah. looking back on it but yeah yeah you know they didn't have no time for them for it was them always okay the kids leave, mm-hmm. you know one leave, had, one come back yeah and they had a little time for each other right yeah. a couple of hours in between or the weekends and yeah. things like that but on our regular programming <laughs> on our regular programming <laughs> sorry guys we are at the park talking so you know, here so a little we'll bit. Be here with that <laughs> <laughs> uh there is the, it was very hard for them to navigate that i think uh with us but it, it worked out it was their sacrifice and i yeah. think we all sacrificed to some yeah, extent as parents um, for sure uh but yeah, um, my dad was a very active dad. And so I really wanted that for my kids. And I knew, and I had that expectation in a sense of like, I know what a good dad looks mm-hmm. like. Exactly. You know? that, and that's how I went. And I, I need a man that embodies all these characters. I know that you're not my father, but I need a man who's going to embody or mirror what I've seen growing up and what I expect from and my, I want for my kids. Yeah. And I want for my kids. I don't want them. Yes. I didn't want them to have a dad that just came home and sat on the couch yeah. and, and watch me serve him. And, exactly. And they think that's what they're supposed to receive yeah. from a woman. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, I want my sons to be helpmates you know what i Period. mean but I, they don't have to be told what to do did you see that um that crazy thing that was going around on social media um about the kitchen set for the little boys oh my baby's had a kitchen baby Period. Ikea. check this out check this out i went and bought my sons because you know i'm like you know i like to open them i'm not gonna open them up to playing with barbie dolls and paint their nails and yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. that's my own opinion as a mother yeah. as a parent i'm sorry i'm not gonna let it if my yeah. son grows up and decides mommy i want to wear a dress wear go dress. for it yeah do your thing but i'm not about to be like eight in a bed and where it's like <laughs> exactly hey, exactly yeah. but no there, there was this whole debate on um social media about you know why y'all buying y'all sons kitchen sets and and that being able basically saying that that's going to turn them gay get the fuck out of here get the fuck out of here turn them gay my son gonna know how to eat and cook. okay he has to live on his own as exactly and i, and I don't want him dependent on no mm-hmm. woman he gonna right. need to know how to cook i don't Do understand what i could see if this was like a nail shop thing yeah set <laughs> first of all fucking nigga do them nails they make hell they make hell okay money. Uh, do we okay. need to be honest about it but no in all reality though like i don't think objects make you gay at all um i remember <laughs> when chase was like maybe two girl he stole one of my friend's little baby dolls you know little girl. cheap little tiny little baby dolls girl, girl he, he lo- loved it he did he, he rocked did. that baby and my son be doing that right now girl at school but in my head i was just like like shit that's preparing him to be a good dad exactly. you know what i mean exactly. why would i not want my son to be loving i'm not about to deprive him of that so i didn't give a fuck he had that doll till he threw her somewhere i don't yeah, know what happened to her but you know what i mean until <laughs> he was over her you know and she he wasn't dressing her up or doing that he just took her around everywhere yeah. he just liked that little baby yeah. Yeah. you know and so i let it play out the way it did because i'm not gonna intervene in any of that anyway yeah let, um, let it play out and then you can kind of he went out his way to steal that baby so she, <laughs> he's gonna keep that baby um but no in all seriousness i don't think objects make them gay my kids had a kitchen too they love that we still have that kitchen yeah, me too um, like, they I'm play with it Mm-hmm. They play with it all the time. Well, they don't play with it no more. But Rain plays with it now. But mm-hmm. it was there, and they played with it, and it did its service, and they love to cook and bring me coffee because they know exactly. I like coffee. Exactly. And just like little things like that, mm-hmm. I don't. It, that's crazy to me. I still see that uh, post every now and again. They're like, oh, well, there's grills. But hold on. First what's of all, that, what's that chef that is uh, Ramsey? Yeah. Quit playing. How did how he learn? Money he make? And how do you think he learned to cook? <laughs> how you know, much I'm money sh- he made? Right. Girl, like he is loving his. And life. my dad, my dad cooks more than my mom and my stepmom. When we go, when people know they go to my dad's house or we have something, and people but, can vouch for the comments on this. But who's the people cooking? behind that, I feel like, are those mans that are still in them, tr- or or even probably women in them traditional ways. Oh, women should do this, and, and men yeah, should these do roles. this. Get the fuck out of here. I feel like whatever works for your family works, yeah. but don't. And I think I posted about this too. Like whatever works for your family works. It starts becoming a problem once you're depressed and it's not serving you anymore mm-hmm. um i think i also posted uh on the mom shit podcast page about um it was kind of about having active fathers mm-hmm. we were we were kind of discussing that um and what that looks like and and how do you navigate that um and, and sometimes we are the problem too somebody commented about that like too like sometimes we don't allow the space for men yeah, to be to the be dads yes, yes, yes that they do that they want to be yeah. oh do it this way oh you're not bathing the baby yeah, right oh you're me. not putting the clothes on oh that's me sometimes, you better leave sometimes. you better leave billy alone he know i'm i'm a black woman i'm gonna say what i'm gonna say <laughs> no no but he know like you know he'd be like okay i know how she is she always and i know how her, she like she, it yeah she always got her little comments he'd be like babe i already did it I'm yeah like, okay i'm just okay, checking i'm just checking he's like i already did it 
If she talks to me one more time, I swear to God. Yes, I be trying to like shut up, Donnie. I know, <laughs> but see, some, I mean, and that's a learning experience for us too, because we want to control things. And oh I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we feel it's our baby. We want to do it how we want to yes. do it. Um, let that man do that. Let that man do that. <laughs> and I definitely was that with my boys because they dad was he they, he wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing. Exactly. I feel like if you have that good role model, but the security that. that I have with Ryan, that even though he didn't do things exactly the way I wanted mm-hmm. him to do it, or mm-hmm. you know, he did things how he needed to do them. I, I definitely. Um, backed up and let him do that mm-hmm. you know and it felt good to to not have all the control yeah it felt good to know that he knew that the baby needed a bottle the baby needed to be changed you know the baby needed to be rocked to sleep and or he, and he went and got them wipes in that diaper yeah that baby without that a, without you know without asking and yeah. so that felt good because once i seen it play out i was like oh why, yeah. why do i want to be in control? why do you want to interrupt that i don't want to be in control don't interrupt that. i don't, don't want to be the only one getting up you yeah. know what i mean and breastfeeding was oh. it, it <laughs> We're going to talk about that, too. For real. Breastfeeding, for me, wasn't that bad. But um, it wasn't bad, actually. It became bad with rain this last time when she got thrush. Mm-hmm. It was very painful. I'd never experienced that before. Um, and I was out of table. It was just a hot mess. We, yeah. I think I talked about that in one of the other um, episodes on the I- podcast about thrush. And it was very difficult to get through. And we mm-hmm. went, still went a little longer after that. Mm-hmm. And I still and, you know, pumped and stuff like that. So, but, wait, what's the longest that you did with, with your kids? Though? I think the longest was cash i okay. think i went eight months with him okay, okay. Yeah, yeah i think i went eight months with Shoot, all my kids but all my kids let, just kind of stopped on their own it was weird Girl, my first son did that my second son he holding on yeah and i'm like <laughs> let it go baby l-i-g it reggie let it go it's, it's, because, it's okay but you know what <laughs> breastfeeding for me has always been an important topic because i feel like um especially as black mothers um you know uh, i was reading something it was talking about how like in the 1600s how like uh, you know slave owners had what they call wet nurses yeah that went on um, for a long time and um this just blows my mind you know just because of the whole on top of the whole eugenics stuff and then mm-hmm. just this is what it is making up stuff and then following it um i feel like with the whole wet nurses i feel like these african-american mothers had to basically be lined up with their slave owners having babies at the mm-hmm. same time because i was like hold on how they breastfeed they babies you know what i mean so they basically got pregnant at the same time mm-hmm. these white mothers you know it was like oh this is not socially this ain't what we do this yeah. is unfashionable yeah so you go ahead and do it your milk is what they call what liquid gold yeah so wait a minute i'm good enough to give your baby my, my nutritious milk. ass yeah. milk but i'm not good enough to be a, a citizen yeah not, you know what i mean like what and a lot of them were fucking the fucking the slaves oh yeah yeah we got the house slaves and, and, yes. and so they was you know tandem feeding but they was legit like okay this mother is gonna feed my baby you got pictures of these african-american mothers know, feeding the these mammies. white babies um and they and there was something about the what the malaria i don't i was trying to look it up but what kind of disease was it It was something with uh i want to say mosquitoes don't, don't quote that's me on that. malaria then. um but they were saying that our milk basically helped Oh, Lucas, um, yeah. But I just feel like, you know, black moms were... Black women, just like, when it comes to, like, birthing and nursing They were and all deprived these so much of all that. Like, and just, just imagine, you know, having your baby and then giving your baby up. Your baby, know, your, your baby, your baby having to drink cow milk or goat milk while you giving your liquid gold milk to mm-hmm. this white baby. You know or your mean? baby has now been sold. Yeah. And, and it's you got to like still nurse through. Up. You got to still nurse their baby and still Girl. feel those hormones because you know i mean when you're yeah. resting, you're so hormonal too yeah um it's just it's, it's just fucking disgusting i hate I, even thinking about shit like that i'm like yeah god knew that i wasn't supposed to be alive in that time because i would have been, been i said i would have been just like what's his name wait wait look i said i would have been oh, a rebel yeah. i would have mm-hmm. went against the whole grand they'd have like just off with her head for real hang Cause I, me because um, i'm not obeying to none of that i have a and maybe and maybe we would have because we would have grew up in that time would have thought that shit was okay i don't yeah. fucking know yeah. but i just look back on shit like that because we know better and i'm like ew yeah. Like but I'm, I just be thinking about it too now. I'd like, let them try to do bring slavery back. These youngins finna go crazy. When I be thinking about like the Handmaid's Tale, girl, <laughs> it's not like, finna allow is none of that. Sick, like oh my god. But it, but now and then and then it was so people were so ashamed to breastfeed. Yeah, I, I was, was gonna so say growing up. Did mm-hmm. you see your uh, mom? My breast- mom. So my mom never breastfed. Okay, uh, I don't think any of us. I, I think I, I don't think my mom breastfed any of us. I think she had us all naturally. Mm-hmm. I don't think she breastfed any of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was education. I think the knowledge yeah, of breastfeeding, the lack of it, um, and they pushed just... formula. I think they just pushed formula mm-hmm. a lot back of then. Course. I don't think I don't think breastfeeding was pushed as much as it is now. Yeah. Um, and being educated on how to do it, and yeah, having yeah. lactation consultants, exactly, and, and just things like that. I think it wasn't aligned for our parents to um, do it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I so just know. feel like now is, you know, because growing Everybody up for me, growing up, yeah. yeah, growing up though, I never seen ever in my life. I've never seen it <laughs> until I had my first baby and they started talking about it. And I'm like, hold on, he got to do what? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't know so nothing. Yeah. I started calling my mom. She like, You're you know, she, no, she said she breastfed oh, my okay. oldest brother. So I got two older brothers. Um, one was born in 88 and then uh, 86. Um, and so she's like, I did it with him for a little bit. And I'm like, well, I wasn't around at that time. Yeah, so I, so I didn't know. You know what I mean? And so growing up, when I, once I actually got older and I had my, my first kid, I was like, oh, okay, I like this. And breastfeeding for me was amazing. Yeah. And it's not the same for everyone. No, some people hate that shit. Girl. And I'm gonna. It, it was amazing. It's weird. I, I love it. I loved it in the beginning. I think it got to a point where my baby was like, uh, where those hard moments come. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. Where those hard moments come. And, and where you tired and you don't want to breastfeed. And I don't want to breastfeed. <laughs> or I just, I think I was overstimulated too uh-huh. at the point where I'm just like, I just don't want to be touched. Yeah, I feel um, like. But. Feel, I'm like that now. Yeah. Where I don't want to be touched. Um, and like I said, everyone was different. Chase was a champ. He did it. Especially mm-hmm. having his diagnosis. They're like, they don't breastfeed. And he did. He breastfed Girl. fine. Um, he latched fine. I never had problems with any of that. And I think, I think. He, I, he went pretty far too. He was maybe like seven months. He was like mm-hmm. eating food, mm-hmm. and then it was kind of like I just wasn't—I wasn't breastfeeding him enough. Girl, my was, mom was get that boy a chicken bone. I'm girl, like, mom, mom. My kids all <laughs> ate really well, so once they started eating, um, it kind of just like I was, they wasn't having as much milk, and mm-hmm. I wasn't producing as much milk, and I just let it slowly just kind of like yeah, dry yeah. up. Yeah. Um, same with kind of cash, and then with rain, it was really the thrush. Mm-hmm. That kind of like did it for us. It took a long time to go away. It was very painful Dang. for me, and I'm sure it was painful for her. Mm-hmm. Um, it just took a long time to go away, yeah. and so it was kind of like a little cycle for a while. And yeah, it yeah. got to a point where it kind of got better and better. Girl, and then... Did you try them cabbage leaves? No. Oh, to dry them up. <laughs> yeah. No, my breast always Girl, did pretty well. My breast always did pretty well, kind of drying up. I always okay. produced a lot of milk, mm-hmm. and but it was always pretty good for me mm-hmm. to kind of like get rid of the milk. Yeah. Um, and I always just did it very slowly. I just got stretched out the feedings more and more mm-hmm. to the point where it was just like, yeah. Then it was just nothing really yeah. there. Yeah. Um, but I do think breastfeeding is different for every woman. Um, I think even now some people still um, get looked um, down upon for breastfeeding. You know, like, uh, like in public. Why and this and that. exactly? I'm like, like hold on, hurt. you don't and you don't eat your burger under no. And my uh, titty hurt, and I'm poking my titty out, and it's leaking because I was a leaker, and I'm like, <laughs> oh me too, this, me too. I used to double pad, girl. Girl, I'm, yeah, and I'm like, you about to get this milk right now because my y- my titty it is needs hurting. to come out, and so I have okay? all the let down feelings, all of mm-hmm. it. I felt that to the max. I'm like, no. No, 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 no. This yeah. titty coming out. I don't even care who get this. Who see this titty? Shut up. No, I don't. For real. It's a titty. Don't be looking. No. And it's a titty. It ain't that deep. It's not. They're sexualized so much that people can't even see past that. Yeah. But like, really I am it. feeding my child. This ain't got nothing to do and with... And I could cover up if I really wanted to, but let's yeah. be honest. First of all, it's uncomfortable trying to cover up under the blanket. And, and I don't ask you to cover up when you eat in a burger. And now, if a woman wants to cover up and that's because she feels some type of way, cover up, baby. Do yeah. you? Because you need yeah. to feel comfortable. You know what I mean? But if you okay with busting it out, I feel like just bust it out because why not you're feeding your baby you're like, feeding your baby and, and a lot of babies don't like to be covered by the way either yeah it'd be and hot busting out the blanket and sometimes it'd be hot girl they be busting mean? straight out the blanket like Mm-mm. but but let's tap into uh the whole infant meal thing too like, i know that now now yeah. i'm like damn i'm over here like well i'm so happy that i was introduced to um like i joke too like i don't know how to make no bottle yeah you know, i be telling people i really don't know how to make a bottle like because i'm so used to breastfeeding and just it's there already you mm-hmm. know what i mean um and so infant meal for me is like I know nothing. Yeah, <laughs> about what goes um, on with that. But the whole that. the whole shortage on it is crazy to me because it's like this is all these babies can have, and some people can't even breastfeed. Some yeah, people don't even produce exactly. enough milk. Exactly. Some women have had issues with their breasts, right? Some people have had selective surgeries which mm-hmm. cause them not to be able to breastfeed. Mm-hmm. Some people just have have had illnesses that cause them not to be able to breastfeed. So there's those things too. So you do need an alternative, right? Um, so for them not to be having it in stock mm. was just kind of wild and crazy. Mm. And there were people all on Facebook just like begging for formula, you know. And so that, but you got that, scary. and then you got the other end where there's people who selling it for a way overpriced. Yeah, like just, what it is. Like, yeah, come on, this ain't, this ain't shoes. But I just feel like people are, what? But people are sick too. So I'm like, are you serious? This baby needs milk. This needs is all milk. they can drink up until a certain right. point. You know what I mean? Right. And they need those nutritions. Like, and, and some people's babies are not eating. At six, seven months, eight mm-hmm. months, nine months. I knew people's babies who was barely eating at one year old. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. they... Kids picky. Yeah, so <laughs> some of them are not comping that milk with food, mm-hmm. and so then what? You know, so yeah. it was that was just wild to see, and, and that was in a time where a lot of women around me have had, were having babies, you know what I mean? Um, I feel like... <laughs> obviously during COVID, like everybody was in the house. And yeah. so everybody was pregnant and having oh, babies. And so there was a lot of babies born <laughs> during you know, that time in the year 2021, you know, early 2022. So it's just crazy to see, uh, that happen. And then all the shit will like, um, you know, people not being able to get abortions mm-hmm. and just like all these different things around babies, yeah. um, that nobody was putting the babies actually first. So 
that was hard to witness and see. And I can't believe we have lived through that and we're yeah. continuing to live through that. So yeah. it's still out there. They say, look, <laughs> they say, um, we'll, this is probably gonna be one of our last topics of today. And then we'll wrap up a little bit. Um, because we were talking about breastfeeding that we also want to talk about the new, and it's not new. I don't want to say that, mm-hmm. but people being more knowledgeable about birth, um, and all our birthing options. Um, and how birth is looked upon now, I think specifically as black women, like we now know that we have alternatives and we don't just have to go to the hospital. We don't just have to have, we don't have to keep having C-section just because we had a first one. Exactly. Like, I think just being educated on these topics are so important because and especially with the death rate of black women during birth. Being I was very really high. scared, especially during COVID. And you know, you when you in there and you giving birth, them doctors, they do that. They do that shit all day, every day. Oh, yeah. You know I'm saying? So if it's your, and I tell ladies, like if it's your first baby, ask questions mm-hmm. hold on what's that for yep. what you doing what you putting in you know what i mean because they're not gonna tell you they're gonna come in there and just start doing shit mm-hmm. oh i'm putting this in yeah they just gonna come in there and just start yep. doing stuff if you ain't asking questions you ain't knowing what's going on you need pain on. medication you need pain medication exactly. are you in pain exactly in pain? like they just <laughs> they can't in. wait to rack up your bill are you girl, in pain Do you girl need this? they yeah. just come in doing anything and i like i yeah. i'm not even gonna lie like my first every girl i was out of it i didn't know nothing i was like <laughs> they could have they could have did anything to me yeah like the second one i was like oh yeah i'm not gonna be like this the second time around the second time the first time around was horrible i was in girl i was in labor for so long um it took me two hours to push this damn baby out okay yeah um but that could have been i could have been standing up you know doing Doing other stuff man i I feel like there could have been another way um the second time around was way easier with malcolm i feel like you felt prepared i was for one let me just tell you how my day went that day i was at, I said, oh, I had a nail appointment at 2 o'clock. I said, I have to go get my nails done <laughs> because I was like, I know this is it for me. Girl, I'm at the nail shop in labor, Jazz, in labor for hella long. And then I told Billy, I said, come pick me up. He came pick me up from the nail shop at probably like 5. I got in the car. They start hitting, you know. As soon as I sat down, I said, ooh. Ooh, and that's the worst feeling in the car. But, but once I got in the hospital, I was I was uh, 6 centimeters yeah, when I got to the hospital. I said, oh, yes, this is amazing. Let's start walking, baby. Yeah. Let's start walking. Yeah. <laughs> but he, 20 minutes, he was out. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, they afterwards I, you know i felt fine i felt yeah. amazing yeah i was awake the whole time yeah you know what i mean i was there i was yeah. present i wasn't like uh dope or whatever yeah. going on. like i felt it, it was nice to be able to do that because like i said the first time i said anybody could have did anything to me mm-hmm. so it was nice to actually be there and and witness everything that was happening girl i was like give me a popsicle Girl, I used popsicles. I need everything. <laughs> Soon as I was done, give me a popsicle. But and see, that was, nice. and see, that was a total. I, I never had. I didn't have a traumatic birth with either of the boys. I think people think that's what led me to having a home birth with Rain, but it mm-hmm. wasn't even that. It's just I just after having those experiences, looking back on, it, I was like, this could just be done so differently. Yeah, like uh, why not just take do another option and see how it works out? Especially as far as like the process, like, right? It could be mm-hmm. faster. The uh, pro- all, I mean, just all of it. Um, just just wanting something different. Yeah. Uh, and knowing that there's just other options out there because you don't know, like you don't know what you don't know, right? Mm-hmm. And so in that moment, like not to say I didn't know birth, home birth existed, but it was so taboo and mm-hmm. no one was really talking about it. I didn't know anybody who had one. Mm-hmm. At that point, I had Kaiser, so it's not like they had uh, birthing clinics or anything. You know, like no yeah. one was talking to me about this shit. Like, you know, um, but social media, which is great about that, is that people were bringing awareness to it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I-, I ain't trying to die now. <laughs> let me tap into that. Hold, <laughs> Hold on. on, let me see what's going on. And yeah. because I was quote unquote healthy and had, mm-hmm. you know, I was in that range where I was a candidate to have a home birth. I was like, fuck it, let's see. And, and and thank God, again, I had a partner who was down for everything, was like, whatever you want to do, you know, whatever makes you best comfortable, you know. Um, and I have met people who might want a home birth, but their partner's telling them, like, nah, I don't think you should do that. But I'm like, mm, okay. Why? Um, you know, and like I said. Don't right, knock it till you try it. Well, just everybody's <laughs> relationship is different. And so yeah. sometimes men think they know things that they don't know. Oh, you know? and in society right now, we got a whole bunch of men telling women about our bodies. How? How? Right. No. Um, but that's, again, knowing who you're with. And definitely mm-hmm. uh, my, my partner was so more, much more involved in my birth. Mm-hmm. Um he was at every appointment that was an hour long he was you know what i mean mm-hmm. he was able he was able to get educated because i think yeah. a lot of times the men are not included in the yeah process. they don't know as much and so yeah. they just kind of sitting there like oh, okay you getting weighed you getting yeah. measured yeah, okay yeah, you, yeah. you this diabetes says when she cool. said that what that meant what that meant <laughs> you know old, ultrasound yeah you know mm-hmm. what i mean like yeah. they they don't really know what's going on yeah. so i think in the process he was able to be educated a lot mm-hmm. he was able to ask questions even if it was a dumb question yeah, you yeah. know he was able to ask whatever he wanted to ask in the process so that he can be as present as yeah. he needed to be for the birth to support me you know what i mean yeah um because i think that's what for him now he was the most nervous but they're like what, do you, yeah. what am i supposed to do yeah how do i see for for me too that most of the appointments 
my partner couldn't even come in because yeah. of the COVID and stuff. that was something and too. I was like, damn, like you know, Who I had to, to do everything herself? by myself. And I, and I was scared about that. I was scared of having a baby and him not being able to be in the room. Oh yeah, I made I, sure he yeah. was in there. And I was, I was like, was, you need to watch what they're doing to me. Yeah, because right, watch what you're doing to me. I don't want to be here alone with some people with masks on that I don't even know, girl. Um, because of course your your team who took care of you during your pregnancy is not the team who birthed your exactly, baby. Exactly. Yeah. So that's a whole nother situation, which I think is so <laughs> odd to me. Yes. Like why? Um, <laughs> like who is this lady? Yeah. Like I, for me too, my doctor wasn't even there when I was, it was time for me to give birth. No. But I get that because you know maybe there's babies on the same floor, women having babies. Yeah. But you was my doctor the whole time. Now some other lady is at least some check up on me, girl. You know what I mean? Like hey, like I know he didn't even he didn't even come. No. And and some for me, like Kaiser came. Kaiser has non birthing um, physicians and birthing physicians. So mm-hmm. even though you might see this nurse practitioner or this doctor during your deliver, I mean during your late. Um, while you're pregnant, mm-hmm. uh, they might not be a delivering doctor. Yeah. So they only have so many delivering doctors because yeah. they have specialties now, which mm-hmm. is to probably stop from, you know, malpractice and things happening. So they yeah. have only special doctors that do that, which is fine. But I hated that because it was just like, well, you get comfortable with this one doctor. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you want to continue that but relationship But for me, I would say end. good thing that back then they had a lot of midwives at Kaiser and they both delivered both of my sons. And mm-hmm. I did see them during my pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So they, ha- they were delivering like five days a week. So it was, it was a higher chance that they would mm-hmm. be there. Yeah. And they both were, which worked out. So... But it's still, it's like, that's not, that's not most people's experience. For real, you, know you want to be comfortable, especially in that last moment. In that know? last moment, you want to be, you know, because that's the transition yeah. that we're, and that's the part where things can go wrong. Yes. You know what I mean? And, and this doctor, like you said, this doctor, is, you're just another patient. For real. I'm, I'm sad, to, it's sad to say that, but it is, they do this every fucking day. Every day. And, and that they, and and sometimes they it's like right for them it's like driving a car like sometimes exactly, they're not even thinking when they're exactly, doing it they just, they just do, it. do it and that was what made me so mad the first time I was like nope the second time around I'm asking questions I need mm-hmm. to know what's that what is that for what are you doing mm-hmm. um, no I need to know but it's still I mean I feel like it's still it's still almost like the breastfeeding thing is still stigma on on ha- on having alternative birth people, mm-hmm. some people probably thought I was crazy they were like what are you doing? I, yeah I, I mean you know they were like what are you doing and why are you why are you, doing doing that? That why are you yeah. choosing that yeah. um and I think a lot of people wanted us to because I think they, I think mm-hmm. people were intrigued. Yeah, I think lots of people were like, I know. I'm like, I people were like, how did that play out? What were you guys doing? And they were like, like even after I had a lot of questions, I was like, that was my best birth yet. Birth yet. That's what's up. That was my best birth. I wasn't starved out. I, mm-hmm. I was able to eat. I was able to walk. Mm-hmm. I was able to talk. I was able. I was very coherent. Mm-hmm. Um, like. But it's just, which I think, is so opposite because when you you can't eat, you can't eat. They starving you out, baby. They don't want Here's some chicken broth, maybe. <laughs> For real. Here's the noodle packet with the no noodles, That's like you know. Up. And it's like, and, and then be educated by yeah. somebody who was like, no, you need to. Eat. How are you gonna push a baby out with no energy? Exactly. I you think know, that was me the first time, girl. Nothing. You ain't got nothing left for I you. I was done for. Um, but again, I think it's just being educated on this, showing awareness about it. I think it's becoming more prevalent. I have known a lot of people around me who's had home birth mm-hmm. or um, have chosen to have a baby at a birthing center. Mm-hmm. So I just think um, us educating each other and knowing that we have more yes. options and better options, yes. really, um, if you're a candidate. Because like I say, you do have to be a candidate. There's some mm-hmm. women who do need to see a physician because mm-hmm. they have health concerns. Um, but outside of that, I feel like... Um, you know that is the pro of social media there's many cons yeah 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 yeah. but the pro is being able to educate someone very quickly um people did you know we go into deep dives we up all Mm -hmm. night looking at stuff for real you know what i mean and so that has definitely been the positive when it comes to um us learning about different things um but i think we're going to close out a little bit i want danika to uh one so y'all can follow her okay Um, give (laughs) give you guys her instagram handle um also, um, if you guys are looking for some type of friendship, um, if you're just looking for a day out, like go follow Ma- with Mommy and Me Sack. Mommy and Me. Mommy yeah. and Me Sack. Mommy and Me Sack. Um, I'll tag them too. Um, there'll definitely be more meetings and, and things like that. And if you're a new mommy and you need anything, please reach out to us too because we'll definitely yes. want to help um, if you need anything. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and let Danica give you guys her Instagram. All right, y'all. So it's Danica.Sharice. Um, I'll spell it out. D-O-N-N-E-K-A period C-H-A-R-I-S-E. And tap in. Hit that follow button. <laughs> All right, you guys. Please go, um, and of course, follow the Momship Podcast page duh, if you're not already following. Okay. Um, and leave any questions. There should be a highlight on there for questions so you guys can discuss this episode. Of course, I'll post a little bit about this episode um, so we can continue to have these very important discussions. And we'll see you guys in our next episode. All right. Bye, y'all.